When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I am Greer McVeigh. Hi. Look at, Hi. Look at you all glammed up. Oh my gosh, because we just, well, first of all, I'm not glammed. I don't have on a lick of makeup or anything. I just rolled out of bed, but. Your um, hair is done. Thank you. Because I took the time to wrap it last night. So I just brushed it. And so Smart anyway, girl. yeah, easy peasy. But we um, we just did this this little, what, lemon drop. A droplet? A droplet, a droplet. Which is on video, and it was like, well, I can't look quite like I normally. I didn't know look. we were recording, so I came straight from the yoga mat. Oh well, maybe that's what I should say. So then, if I look okay, people be like, "Wow, she looks because she had a glow." But yeah, so no, that was fun to do, and you know, as we were starting to talk about, you know, the topic today's topic, which is um, paying your dues, <laughs> and you know, and and. And and all that, but I was just, I've had a good week, a productive week, which I think is part of, you know, you wake up, you know, I, I wake, I woke up with like energy because I'm feeling and positivity and energy. Yeah, I'm because, feeling yes. positive versus like, oh, um, here's another day that I'm not going to accomplish anything, <laughs> but I, uh, it you know, does so make I, a difference. So I'm always working on something and some things come to fruition and some things haven't yet come to fruition. I'll, I'll say, I won't say they don't come, but you know, it's like, and I sometimes as we all do, right. Change our priorities or shift our goals and things like that on, on the path. And it's, uh, you know, I don't know, doing this, this show, doing this podcast, usually, you know, I try to, because once I put it out there, it's like, oh, I've made that public. I got to do it. And then there are some things I haven't quite done. So anyway, that aside, I am working to launch this new wine project on January 1st. And by wine project, basically, it is, I love wine, not like a wino or an alcoholic, but I love like the wine, the lifestyle, uh, going, to, uh -huh. going to Napa, going to you know, wherever, you know, France or to, you know, Paso Robles or wherever. 
And, you know, I love like drives and lifestyle from France to Paso Robles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. But it's like, you know, I love a a, a um, road trip, a, a drive on a country road, looking at the rolling hills with the vines on them, drinking wine, sipping and having a glass of wine in front of the fireplace or being with, you know, being with friends and having fabulous dinners with, you know, wine and all that. So I'm like, I want, and I'm, I'm convinced the people who don't like wine and you, you know, the people like, yeah, I'm not a wine person and that that's possible. But I really believe that people who quote unquote are not wine people, it's because they haven't found, found a wine that they love. And I'm going to help people on their journey to find the wine that they love so that they can be wine people. And not and not just so so that they can have a glass of wine that they love, but so that they could really embrace that culture. And I know over the years, few people that it's like, oh, I'm going to Napa. You want to go? And they're like, yeah, no, I'm not really in the wine. And it's like, okay, I get that, but you're missing all the other stuff, right? The beauty of it. And it's like you play golf as an example. And there are people who are like, yeah, I'm not into golf. I don't get it. It's like, it's, is that even a sport? And is it this? And is it that? And that's fine. But think of the beauty of some of the golf courses around the world, right? Just the physical yes. beauty of the course and the environment and the, and even golf itself, the idea of just sort of being out there, it's you against the ball, right? You're playing against yourself ultimately. And you know, and you're trying to do this thing, but you're trying to do it, you know, yes, there are some janky municipal courts, courses that I've seen, but I've seen some breathtaking, you know, like in Hawaii or in Ireland or, you know, some Scotland, some breathtaking golf courses that it's just like, you haven't seen that kind of natural beauty. And by saying like, no, I don't want to play golf. I don't like golf. It's like, you're depriving yourself of all of that, (laughs) all the other stuff. Yes. So, so I don't want people to deprive themselves. So I have am going to be launching Living the Great Life. Um, obviously. Yeah, you get it. Life. Isn't there Living a song the great for life. that? We need Every, I don't know. Maybe I should come up with a jingle. Life is golden, something like like there's something to live in the golden, living the great life, living the I don't know. Uh, there, it's, something is coming to me, but it's not. I know I, what the what you just saying, which you probably can't, because I don't know that we're, you know, licensed to <laughs> to be singing other people's songs. Um, but I think I know what you're what you're thinking. Um, but maybe we'll just come up with our own. I'll come up. Well, with my you own definitely will come up with your own. So yeah. So anyway, so that's that's. Don't you what have I'm, a songwriter in your? I do. Maverick. I'm going to have to call Maverick and ask him to help me come up with a jingle. Um, But this last week, I went to a winemaker dinner at Silver Oak, which was, it was the Toomey winemaker dinner, but they hosted it. Silver Oak hosted it and their sister properties basically owned by the same people. Um, But I got to meet all kinds of people but two winemakers and the person who sources grapes were like, yeah, I'd be, you know, I'd be happy to, to uh, do an interview because I'm going to do a podcast as part of this project. So, um, so, so I'm like, really, ex- I'm stoked, really. I'm just excited, excited. And, but there's so much to do 
now, right, that I've got real people that are like willing to be a part of this project. Yes. Yes. Now there's like the pressure's on to really make it, you know, to elevate it to where they are. <laughs> I love it. I'm not where they are. So so Hello. yeah. So I'm excited. You are where you are. And you can in your since you're feeling, you know, all what you're feeling, glowy and hair bobbing and all of that, um, can decide to be at their level right now, right? Our minds don't know the difference between real and imagined experiences. So hmm. keep with the, the, you can keep with the imagination, the visualization and remembering what it was like to be there in their midst, which reminds me of another video that you sent um, mm -hmm. about the family that was, um, oh, that was that making they like dinner, to pretend the that dinner they're at the, the fancy restaurants. Yes. The kids were very well behaved and had their napkins in their laps and were, you know. Yeah. And the mother was like, the this is what we have on the menu. Would you <laughs> like this? I didn't understand. Was she actually giving them options? Because those were like some high end foods. Or was it like, you're going to have this or so pick this, but here's a pretty <laughs> menu? <laughs> Because it's because it wasn't like oh do you want chicken tenders or do you want tater tots wasn't it like do you want Chateau Brion or or you know? certainly in the video I don't know what she served ultimately oh. but <laughs> they were, yes, in the it video. was adorable and it's like yes give the kids their their whatever their milk and, you and have wine to, glass and a, you practice the experiences yes. ahead of time right it's a preview and, and why it, does having dinner at home have to be you know. A, a TV dinner on a on a TV tray or a, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, I do. It doesn't have to be, mean. and it can be. I mean, it maybe you don't want it to be a two hour ordeal every night, but that's the difference, right, between sitting down at the table and having dinner as a family versus having a plate on your lap in front of the TV. That is very true. Not that I know anything about that, but of course not. So, <laughs> but I sort of do. I also had a pretty good week. Not mm -hmm. quite a winemaker's dinner week, but I. Oh, and let me just say before we before you go what? there, I'm just going to wrap this up. So now I'm starting to make these videos, right, and and reels, TikToks yes. and reels and things like that, which is going to be part of this living the grape life. But I've posted several things, and I'm just start trying to get in the flow. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, and seeing what resonates with people, how long do they look at it? How long do they need to be that sort of thing? And I've had my stuff liked by Silver Oak, by Toomey, by uh, oh, awesome. another, a uh, couple of other winemakers over the week. I've gotten new followers already. So I'm like, woohoo, they like look me. Look at you. They really and, like me. And, and I think that plays into our conversation ultimately, which is paying your dues. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and problem solving, which is I want to do X, Y, Z. This is why I want to do it. How do I go about doing it? And you're solving the problems, the, the pieces, little pieces yeah. at a time. Right. Yeah. One of the Figure pieces is visibility. We've got we've got social media that makes it possible for you to do that and move in the direction that you want, which may not have been available 
well, it wasn't available when there was no social media, but the the opportunity to sort of do what you want to do the way you want to do it would not have been available in, in some other time in our history, right? Yeah. And so you're solving the problems, you're paying your dues, or you've been paying your dues to get you to this point moving forward. So, so we will talk it, about that. We'll circle back. Speaking, but you tell me about your week. Speaking, no, and, and it sort of, you know, it dovetails into this in terms of paying your dues. I think the last time we recorded, I mentioned I had been approached by this law firm. It's a, you know, extremely established New York, multiple century old law firm that's having some challenges. And so they reached out to me to help them solve some problems. Yeah. So, We're problem. This is the week of problem solving. I, I, I am a, I am a problem solver. And I would say if I had, if someone had ever asked me anywhere along my journey, like, what is my identity? I would say that I'm a problem solver. Okay. A solutions finder. Um, and th that is primarily how I help my clients, right? And guiding them on the consulting side is solving problems, certainly solutions finder. On the sort of the coaching side, it's more helping you solve your own problems, right? Being okay. a part of your journey, solving your own mm -hmm. problems. But I, in addition to the law firm, so working on that, I got a um, an email from someone that I have co-authored a book with who referred me to someone who's looking for a speaker, particular kind of speaker. And so I'm going to be doing that in uh, April of next year. And then, you know, I've said this, my thing is I want people, I want to have a reputation that precedes me in such a positive way that people reach out to me and that's happening, but I am still proactively pursuing some things as well. And I got word yesterday that I was selected to be a speaker at a women's business conference also in April of next year. So awesome. I am already booked up for April. <laughs> I'm booked up for April. Now let's work I, on January through March and, I, I, <laughs> and May through December. I think I'm going to be working on a book project. Um, wow. So speaking of you know, sort of things in quarters, my second quarter will be focused. If I, you know, I may do some speaking in the first quarter, but it's going to be focused on a book project or a couple of book projects, including a couple that I've been working on for a while, really wrapping those up. But I have another one that I was prompted to awesome. work on. So awesome. Um, we are the lemon this drop. Is sisters are, <laughs> this is a dues paying. This is a dues paying. This is a dues paying. Yes. So in, in terms of paying your dues, yeah, there are steps that need to be taken and grunt work, right? <laughs> that needs to be mm, done. Uh -huh. And, you know, in order to, um, uh, you know, obligations that just need to be, um, addressed 
methodically, right? And in the lead up to whatever it is that you want to do. And certainly, you know, education is part of paying your due, like being prepared, not necessarily a formal education, but knowing, knowing your stuff, knowing your business, understanding the resources, and then applying that stuff. And sometimes when you're not the principal, right? Well, even when you are the principal, sometimes there's just grunt work, what we would call grunt work that needs to be done. That's just part of, of um, you know, of the process of getting to where you want to be. It's laying that groundwork. And it isn't always fun. It usually isn't glamorous. You know, it may be fun because you just like doing those things, but it's oftentimes not the glamorous stuff, right? So right. as right. an example, I have a son who sort of would like to be a chef. He's not quite sure if he wants to be a chef, if he wants to cook professionally, but he's an amazing cook and like has maybe aspirations being a chef. But it seems to me, and I'm going to whisper this, that he wants to be a celebrity chef, uh -huh. right? That we and, should connect him with a celebrity chef. But you, well, hopefully one that'll tell him that you got to be a cook. Right. Before you can be a chef. I right. think he would say, I think he would say that. And it's like, you've, you've got to, it, it's a business. It isn't. And I think what, what the younger generation sees is sort of what they see on TikTok or what they see on right. the you know, end result. social media, the, is end, the end, result. end result, which is the beautiful dishes and the this, that, and the, which, which is part of it. He's and he capable. Can, he can produce the beautiful dishes, right. but it's like, People are not going to hire you to do that if you haven't sort of established that you can cook consistently and that all of your stuff is, you know, uniform or that, I, I mean, I guess as a personal chef, right, you can, which is what he's been doing, right? People hire him to be a personal chef. So all uh -huh. he has to make is four dishes, right? Or however many people are at your little dinner party of eight. It's like, okay, I can make eight dishes. Well, maybe go work in a restaurant, pay your dues, work in a restaurant for, uh, uh -huh. you know, a year where you're having to crank out, you know, 400 dishes in a night. Consistent. Consistently. That have, yes. That are all hot at the same time or whatever. And all the things that you learn in that process from whether it's, you know, from ordering, you know, from ordering and making sure that you have the food and the supplies and the ingredients that you need to play to cooking, you know, not overcooking and undercooking and all that to then plating and the presentation part. It can't just be the, the one final thing. And it's like, you've got to pay your dues. So we're back and forth over him, maybe going to work at a restaurant. Right. And he's like, oh, I don't know, being a line cook. It's like, oh, I don't, you know, that's a, that's a, it's too far. And it's like that. No, that's part of paying your dues that, you know, that and but that learning. But there's so much that you will learn from that. And what you might learn is that you don't want to do it. that. That part is true. Right. right? Which is part of the, the his own personal problem solving. Right. So he 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 has a problem. Right. He needs uh -huh. he, one is sort of figuring out what it is he wants to do. Yes. The other is securing income, right? And yeah. taking the and <laughs> taking the time to figure that out. Looking at it 
as a problem and saying, I need to uh, approach this in a more strategic way, or at least this is the way I, if I was coaching him, you know, helping him to see that approaching him this in a more strategic way, rather than a purely emotional way about what it is that you're feeling. I don't, I don't feel like I'm not feeling doing this other thing, or I don't have a desire to do this other thing. Well, how will you get to where you want to go if you don't do that? And I know part of his approach to cooking is observation and deconstruction and reconstruction. Yeah, reimagining so, something. Reimagining yes. things. And so, the, you know, even so, he still has to, as you said, you know, do the pay the dues part and look at it as a problem solving experience. So I want to just say. So he's not solving dues. the problem of preparing food. He's solving the problem, the bigger life problem. At the moment. Part that of, he's got a, him yes. part of at the moment that he has that. Will, yeah. Okay. But when he goes to work for someone they mm -hmm. are going to have problems. So here's the thing about, and you mentioned business. Here's the thing about business and really the thing about life. We are constantly solving problems. And the whole point of being in business is to solve the problems of your clients, constituents, or your customers, right? What, whatever their particular problem in a yeah. air quotes. And the problem right? could be I'm hungry and your it's, solution that, is exactly. to, fry up to feed you, right? Chicken. With a yeah. nutritious, <laughs> yeah. healthy, or, or you delicious. know, delicious, scrumptious <laughs> meal. Might not be nutritious, but it's it might be not delicious. be nutritious. What you know, whatever the whatever yeah. it yeah, is yeah. they're looking for. But that yes, that is the essence of why one is in business. So a restaurant's in business to solve that problem for its customers, right? They're hungry and they want a meal, particular kinds of meal, delicious meals, economical meal, whatever it is. Uh -huh. The employees of that business, the restaurant in this case, the, what is the problem that the restaurant has, right? And so if you're constantly looking for how can I solve problems, right? Yeah. Then you are not in the position. Yeah, the business's problem is we want to grow market share or we want to make money or we want to be profitable or we want to whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And how can I help them do that? Yeah. Right? How can I solve and, their problem and them help me solve my problem? With help me paycheck exactly. In, and until you are at the top of the food ladder, uh-huh. In pun intended, right? That you're at the, the the top of the organization where you're paying other people to solve problems, right? Everybody else is there to solve the problems. And even if you're at the, the top of the food chain, you're still, you still have the board of directors, right? Or blenders. Or, or ultimately or, it's your yeah. business. Or yeah. ultimately it's your business, right? And so every step along the way, every layer of a hierarchy that you're part of, there is a dues paying process that is a part of that. And part of that dues is solving those problems, overcoming the challenges that the the, the whoever you're serving has, 
right? Yeah. And so I just want to lay out a couple of things so that there's some tangible takeaways from this episode and then we can keep talking. But paying your dues is often um, used to describe the process of enduring a period of hard work, struggle, or doing less desirable tasks before achieving success or recognition in a particular field or endeavor, right? And our problem is that we don't want to do that part. We want to go, right? I, I think I've shared some memes with you um, and I'm going to, I'm going to name this. They're not paying me, but I think the, the graphics that they've created for a lot of the life philosophies are awesome. It's called visual hustles, visual hustles. They're on Instagram and they're on Facebook. Probably have some stuff on TikTok. I don't know. I haven't tracked them there, but on Instagram, visual hustles. And it, it, one of the memes that they created, the graphics was sort of what we think success looks like or how we want success to be, which is a straight line from here to there, right? Mm -hmm. A to B. And in reality, it's twists and turns and it curves and it's it's all over the place, right? It's up and down, oh, yeah, it's yeah. jaggy. And yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, what you've sent to me. So, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and so, because that is in general, sort of our, our desire anyway, I don't know that that's necessarily everyone's mindset, but that's sort of our desires to get from here to there as quickly as possible. And what I'm understanding from about Gen Z is sort of this dues paying piece they're not so keen on doing and they just they want to go from the here to there more than other generations that are particularly in the workplace and it, it, there has been a, an understanding that you really have to pay your dues and i think your point about what they see on social media and it looks like overnight success, right? You, you mm -hmm. see somebody for the very first time and they've got a million followers and they're doing these glamorous or what appears to be yeah. glamorous things. And we don't see the work that went behind. All we're seeing is the presentation. Yeah, the tip of, of the iceberg, not the, the iceberg exactly. the surface of the water. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so- you know, we have to understand that that this absolutely is a part of the process and it applies in all sorts of contexts, right? Career advancement, artistic pursuits, education, et cetera. Um, but here are some simple steps to keep in mind that we all have to start somewhere, right? We all start somewhere. We start where we are. For many of us, it's the bottom. And if you keep in mind, all we have, the only place we have to go is up. Some people get to start somewhere in the middle, but most 99.9% .9 of people do not start at the top, right? Yeah. They don't start with all the advantages. Like Mario Andretti, when he told me to buy a winery. Just buy, just just buy, buy a, a winery. Just buy That's a winery. Like, yeah, okay, Mario. Right? So you start <laughs> at the bottom and that means entry level or a low paying position or a non-paying position, right? Undertaking the tasks that aren't glamorous that 
ultimately are the stepping stones, as you said, to learning the lessons, right? Which is the next thing, learning the lessons, growing, absorbing knowledge and, and refining your skills so that you can use this moving forward. It could be formal learning and education or self-education and knowledge gained from experiences. The other thing, and you didn't mention this specifically, but certainly is building relationships, networking and building professional relationships and having connections with people who are in the food industry, the culinary arts industry, if we want to elevate this, right? Mm -hmm. Having connections of people who can speak for you and can mentor you and help you is certainly important. And then mm-hmm. you did mention this consistency, right? Consistent mm-hmm. effort, consistent um, outcomes, right? The letting people know that you have learned lessons so that you can get, that you can um, duplicate success, right? And in the context of creating food that hour by hour, day by day, someone comes to your restaurant for a meal that they can count on it being a quality meal. I don't want to come and one time it's over salted and the next time it's undercooked and and, and because Which is, I yeah, came once and it was fabulous and now I take you, right? I'm it taking like, you. It doesn't <laughs> that always cool. happen, right? You're <laughs> like, this place is the best. And then you take someone and it's the day everything, they got a new cook a new chef yeah. and it's all off, right? And, Which is why and, a McDonald's or whatever is so popular. Like wherever you go- Systematizing, world, yes. Right? Wherever you go in the world, you're going to get- It sucks everywhere it. you go. So, I, I, you know. But sometimes oh, yeah. those French fries are overcooked, which is about the only thing I eat at McDonald's. Okay, French I wasn't fries. thinking of McDonald's. <laughs> I'm just, I'm about just saying. You know, you brought it up. Whatever. French fries, like, French fries we, in the, bana- we were in the in strawberry Germany. banana smoothie. We were in, in Germany. And we went to KFC, and mm. which wasn't my idea. But we were on the road driving from, I don't know, from, I don't know, Munich to, you know, wherever, wherever we, wherever we were going, Luxembourg. I think we were like driving from Munich to Luxembourg. And there was a KFC on the road. And it tasted like the KFC I worked at in 1981 uh, uh, in Berkeley, California. Uh, <laughs> it was like the same, sad, chicken, right? Same sad. eleven herbs and spices. <laughs> so, anyway, but I do want to say so. Regarding the 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 video of, the, did we talk about that? Did we we haven't. The, Let me finish the, the, the okay. these last two points about dues paying, and then you can bring up the video in more context because we did mention it, but not fully. Um, overcoming challenges, right? And recognizing that part of, and it's just part of life in general, but certainly part of this dues paying process is that you're going to face setbacks and challenges. And this is your opportunity to really use your problem solving skills to recognize that this is there and it's okay. It's part of the process, solve the problems, and they keep moving. And then the last one, and we talk about this frequently here on Lemon Drops, is is that progress is better than perfection, right? So gradual progress. And over time, if you just keep taking one step after the other, 
you'll move from the dues paying phase to the, sort of that, that success phase, but recognize that you're always going to be paying dues at each level that you work your way mm, up. Yeah. Right. That so as you get not, promotions and things, you will you start, be new you're starting over. You're starting exactly. over, which is when you're, and one of the challenges that people like you may have, I assume you did. I know I have, as I try to transition to new things or as I, you know, create a new, you know, have a new project. Let me back up. I'm at an age where no. I, uh, and not I'm at an, an age, age. <laughs> <laughs> not only an age, but a stage in life where I can't start over from scratch, right? I mean, I don't have the means and the resources to be a, you know, a starving student, right? And so that's okay. one of the things I try to sort of help my son understand. It's like, you're only 22. You're unencumbered. You don't have children. You don't have a mortgage. You don't have a Right. you know, debt and all that. So you're at a stage and an age and a stage where not only is it okay and expected to be, you know, without, you know, but you, you technically experimenting can because, and trying things. And you can, you can try yeah. new things. You can go live in a jungle somewhere. You can, you can do whatever because you have, you, you know, you have all those options. Well, I've got debt and mortgage and things. I'm encumbered. He's unencumbered. I am encumbered. Maybe if, if well, you could just walk away from it all and do whatever, but yes, I well, get your point. Yeah. I get your point. So it's like, so going back to, Oh, I only make, you know, $12,000 a year is not like really an option. Right. So finding a place, you know, finding a way to move laterally is where my biggest challenge is, right? It's to, to be here and I need to move over here, but do a new thing. Well, you still have to pay your dues and that new thing. So if I'm like, oh, I want to work in wine. I don't, I don't, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to be a, um, you know, work in a wine tasting room. Well, I don't know what that, what, what they pay, but you know, I'd imagine you know, 15, 20, $25 an hour or something like that. Well, I can't live on that. So I have to find a way. You don't choose to live on that. Well, you don't Bank of America to has that. told me that I cannot. You don't choose, you don't choose to live on <laughs> okay, that. I don't you choose, choose to, to honor. Like, you choose to honor choose your honor obligations. My and my obligations. So because of that choice, you know, I have to find a way to move into this new space, recognizing that I have to pay dues, but figuring out, okay, which dues am I willing to, you know, like what, what are the dues? So what I'm, so for like this thing that I'm doing, because I'm not really coming in, you know, on the ground floor, I won't call it the bottom. Because I don't, you know, it's not a value judgment, but I'm not going to come in. At, I can't really come in at the ground floor, but it's like, what skills do I have that are transferable that allow me to come right. up, to come right. in at the a slightly solved. higher level, right? So I'm, so, the, you know, what the skills that I have are my communication skills, or they're my podcasting skills, or they're my uh, 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 networking skills, or they're whatever, whatever those are that 
I don't necessarily have to pay my dues with the communication portion. I have to pay my dues with the networking portion or whatever. And then you right. massage that in such a way that you, you know, which then becomes, okay, so I've got to craft a whole new paradigm. I've got to find a whole new thing. That is where my problem solving comes is defining what this space is that I'm going to enter that will enable me to make more of a lateral move versus, you know, uh, starting, you know, at the ground floor and working my way up. If I could just, if I was 20 or 21, I guess I would need to be. If I was 21, <laughs> you know, when I was 21, if I had known what I know today or known about, you know, this, that I want to work in wine, let's say, I probably would have gotten a job in a tasting room and then worked my way up to the tasting room manager and then worked my way up to marketing and, you know, and, and so forth. And learn so, the you know, industry from and the learn the industry out. from the right. ground up and then trans, you know, and eventually save some money and eventually bought a winery or partnered with or whatever. I don't necessarily have that. I won't say I don't have that luxury. I do, but that's, that would be more of a more dues paying that I've, Feel I have the time. And you it's, want it's, to, that, that, it's yeah. understandable. That's so understandable. Like, okay, so, but that again is part of the problem solving that we're talking about today. Right. And so let's get back to the video and the context of the video. Yeah. So go ahead. So we, um, so the other day I saw a video um, that, uh, that a, you know, a, 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 a creator put out there about Beyonce and a and a I guess a cameraman or somebody on the production team for her concert or her whatever Renaissance tour right her Renaissance tour and the guys so what I gather is that Beyonce is like we need a thirty foot camera right we need a certain kind of camera to get a certain angle or whatever and the, and the guy is like it doesn't exist we can't it's like no we can't do it it doesn't exist. And Beyonce's response was, well, I Googled it and it does exist. And so I guess ultimately they were able to figure it out and do what they needed to, to be done. And he's looking well, for this a new job. This creator who put this out is a crew was like member commenting looking for a new this, job. <laughs> I, you know, this creator who put this out was like, like the gall, you know, he was like, he was incredulous. It was like, who does this man think he is that he's going to tell Beyonce first that he's going to lie to her and say it doesn't exist when it does. And he said, and in fact, it does. So I guess he did his research to determine that this 30 foot camera or whatever does exist. So first of all, that you would lie to Beyonce. It's just like, and I you know, question when you is, work is it a rot lie or is he uh, uninformed? Yes. And, and, and that's a valid question for the purposes of you work for somebody and your boss said, right, do this thing. It and doesn't matter whether the problem solving it doesn't, yeah, in. it right. doesn't exactly. matter whether you yes. think it does or doesn't your responsibility the time. Is, to, is to say, is to take the time before you tell her, no, that it's Beyonce is, uh, you know, maybe not as relevant, right? It doesn't matter who your boss is. In this case, it Correct. just happened to be Beyonce. This guy, the, the content creator who's talking about it, he went to a sort of race issue, right? 
So it and was gender. Beyonce, a race and gender. So it was Beyonce, black woman, and this white man is telling her no. And it's like that they're even working on the same, like they're even like collaborating, right? That they're even working on the same project. He was just like, that was his like, it's, you know, it's like, dude, you're so lucky to be in her presence, right? That you are right. at your, whoever you are, right? So there were a lot of different things. And I think as you Which and I talked- wouldn't be my perspective As, as on you that, and I but... talked, we were like, well, the race issue maybe was, re the race and gender issue maybe was relevant, maybe it wasn't. You know, and yes, Black women, you know, often are sort of, you know, I dismissed don't discount or dumped anything. on or whatever. But I don't that, wasn't the, that wasn't the takeaway that we got, right? That I don't discount anything the content creator said. Yeah. Except that without, for me, without more context about the relationship between this crew person and Beyonce and the, the bigger picture of what was happening in that exchange, I'm not ready to buy in that that was the dynamic behind it. Yeah. No, I, I feel, I, but I don't discount that the the what he said in general about those relationships exists. So I want to be clear on I don't need anyone writing me letters telling me that you know you just you know you don't understand or this does exist. I get it. I know yeah. it does. I'm just saying in this particular situation, I don't have a broader context to know that that's what was driving the gender, race, whatever. What I do know that was driving it is an, an unwillingness, whether the race and gender were applicable or not, an unwillingness to, to, to get an answer before just answering off the top of your head, which is what people do. And that's not a problem solving mindset or a I'm paying my dues mindset that that for sure is a, for whatever context of privilege that comes along with that, I know what I know. And, and the fact that I don't know that there's a 30 foot camera means that there is no 30 foot camera, right? Yeah. And there are those yeah. people because they don't know something or they haven't experienced it themselves. Therefore, that means exist. that it's yeah. not a thing. And yeah. that's not how any of this works. <laughs> so and, and to 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 that point, there are times where you just need to take a step back. I think you and I both grew up in a time where the customer was always right. Uh, uh -huh. And even when the customer is wrong, the customer is always right. Well, we've moved away from that somewhat. But in this context, Beyonce's his customer, right? We're the production team uh -huh. and you're you're doing a thing and we're producing the thing that you're doing, right? We're you know making your concert or making the movie about your concert or whatever come to life. In that case, if she's like, I want a 30 foot camera and you're like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't exist. Well, it's not your place to tell her, you know, yes, at some point she may have to, be let down easy or come to understand what the possibilities are, well, then that's what you do. You're like, you know, we've looked into it. And what we can offer you going back to, don't bring me problems, bring me solutions. We can do right. a 15 foot camera 
and then affix a second 15 foot camera to that to give you your 30 feet, but it'll be shaky. Or we can get a 40 foot camera and try to bring it in or we can, or whatever, what, I don't know, whatever right. the options are. And, right. you know, but it's to take the time to say, this is what you want. Let's see how we can get that Make or as close happen. to that as yes. possible. And as the customer, right, you're the one paying. I don't get paid if you don't get paid. I don't get paid if you don't do the, if you don't reach your goal, right? If you yes, don't tour, exactly. then I can't produce your tour. So, so that we can all reach our goals, let's figure out, or it's really Beyonce, maybe 30 feet isn't the best. You know, did you ever consider 20 feet or, you know, whatever you have, but there are many ways but after you've say, done no, some research. it can't be done. Right. After some research. Yeah. And I, I want to uh, tell a, a, a slightly different story. Well, it's a different story, but uh -huh. it, it, along the same line. So at the beginning of the pandemic in March of 2020, um, somewhere between March of 2020 and I, I want to say July of 2020, um, Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins, the, the, you know, the motivational speaker, master coach guru guy, he has an event that he puts on several times a year. It's called unleashing the power within. It is it, the, the second level of event that he puts on. He puts on some free events that, you know, funnel into the unleashing the power within, which funnel into other things that he does. And so we were in, and I'm going to use air quotes again, lockdown, right? I guess technically we were owed to, we were supposed to stay home. I, I didn't ever follow directions because I'm a rebel like that, but we were in lockdown and he couldn't do the kinds of events that he does. Unleash the power within has 12 to 15,000 people. They had to cancel the event that was in, I want to say that March was in San Jose, California, but others, uh, other locations got canceled. He went to Zoom and believe it was Zoom. He may have gone somewhere else and ultimately they went to Zoom. So don't hold me to the exact details of how this happened, but created a situation where 15,000 people could be on these, this massive wall of Zoom, this massive screen of Zoom, you know, um, screen images or screens zoom. images mm -hmm. right so that he could see i don't think it was he could see twelve thousand all at once but some appreciable number of people so that as i'm sitting in my living room or office or wherever in my zoom camera he can see the people that are watching him do this right so normally your zoom camera your zoom screen allows you to see 25 people at a time he went to them and said, I need to do this thing. He solved a problem. The problem was I'm used to doing these events in person for massive amounts of people. We cannot do that because we're prohibited, right? The, the 
locations were saying, no, you can't have 15,000 people in <laughs> and breathing all over each other in one room. He solved a problem, which someone, he probably said, can we do, you know, Zooms for, you know, 15,000 people? And someone said, no, you can only have 100 or you can only have 500. And he's like, uh -huh. figure it out. Right. Yeah. Figure it when, out. When you have a bunch of money and you're whatever, and people will tend to do that. You're, but, yes. but you can't Presumably, be the one that comes apparently, back. but if you're Beyonce, they won't. But anyway, go but ahead. But you can't be the person who, well, they did figure it out, right? Yeah. But you can't be the person, whether, whether you're working for someone who has resources or not, your job, literally or figuratively, is to figure things out, to yes. move yourself and your life or the people that you work for, business, et cetera, to the next place, right? That, 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 is, that is our job to figure this out. And so if you're not the person who gets to pay people and make that request, that means in some context, you're, you're still paying your dues and you are employing your problem solving skills. And so it, you have to be, ultimately you have to be okay with that because if you're not, and I, I will give you an opportunity to say sort of your parting thoughts on this. And then I want to wrap up with some mindset things that you can do to sort of stick through this phase of paying your dues and continuing to see yourself as a problem solver. Um, you know, I, my, I mean, I think we've said a lot, right. And using whether it's our own projects as examples, you know, Donovan's, <laughs> which he'll kill me. Hopefully he didn't listen to this episode. Um, you know, or other people in the workplace, right? And I try to always think of, you know, people in regular work, you know, most people are not, entre you know, are not launching new things, you know, or doing right. all this, but a lot of our audience is or does. Um, but the, I have always, and again, I think it just has to do with the time that I came or, you know, back in the day, right? Where, where the customer was always right. I always try to say yes. Now let me figure it out. Right. 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 That's just that's always been my approach because I I again grew up in a time where you didn't tell your boss no. You know, the kids now are sort of empowered <laughs> to say no and you know and and there it's that's okay and you know and I have some challenges having people working for and with me who are quick to say no and I always push back cuz it's like because we can do anything. I mean, we can get, put a man on the moon, right? I mean, we can, we can do that in Did 1968. We? Shut Did up. We? We, <laughs> you know, we've been able to do that. So I know that there are things and it's, it's like, and if I've seen it or if I can see it in my mind's eye, then I know it, it can be done. And again, it may be shaky. It may be janky. And when then we have to say, okay, yeah, this is the best we can do. Is that good enough? And I may say, yeah it's not good enough. Let's just revert back to the 15 foot 
camera instead of the 20 or you know let's do this or you go to or you go to uh sony or whoever and say there is no 30 foot camera i need a 30 foot camera yes create for and, me and maybe they camera. will or you know and the solution may be you know beyonce wants a camera that's up here to get whatever it's like well maybe what we can do is use the fit is is put you on a pedestal and then raise the pedestal right mm, to give mm-hmm. you the lift that you whatever, whatever. it is you're trying to get there, to. i mean there are right. many ways but it's like if you don't take the time and sometimes it is a matter of well what are you really trying to do it's like don't oh, tell absolutely. me the, which is the other thing right don't tell me the solution tell right. me your problem and let me come up with the solution for your problem which i do a lot in, in communications right i work with people who are saying I need a blank. Go create this blank, you know, in, in, in real, sim- real simplistic terms, right? It's like, oh, I need a brochure so that I can send it to my customers. And it's like, okay, yeah, I could do a brochure, you know, which is like what, 1978 <laughs> that technology, is so 1970s. Right? Or, you know, <laughs> it's like, I could do that or, you know, we can make a TikTok or we, you know, whatever, right? And it's like, what are you trying to do? Well, right. I'm trying to communicate to this group of people this information. And then it's like, we can back out from there and figure out, okay, how are they receiving their information? What are the messages? How much time do you have? What is your budget? All these other things. And let me come up with a solution. And so what the guy probably should have said is instead of, no, we don't have a 30-foot camera. It's like, what are you trying to accomplish? And yes. how about if we do it this way instead of this way? Or again, just say, yes, 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 Mrs. Carter Knowles, you know, Beyonce, Alice. And that's a problem solver's mindset. Whatever, Knowles, Carter, whatever. Yes. And that's a problem solving mindset. So at the end of the day, whatever it is, what's for dinner tonight, you know, solve the problem. (laughs) Solve the problem. Don't bring me new problems. Give me solutions. So that is my message for the day. Don't awesome. bring new problems, new problems, bring solutions. I love that. And so let me help you with a few things mindset-wise that can help you move through this situation. Let's put it that way, right? The, to, to be patient, be patient with yourself, be patient with other people, recognizing that things take time right? To get to success Mm -hmm. takes time and patience is crucial in this process. And I think that's one of the things that may be missing from uh, the current marketplace. Uh, Be persistent, continue to keep pushing forward, even when things seem tough or the progress is slow, recognize that, right? Going back to patience, it's going to take time, just be persistent one step after another, keeping a positive attitude, right? Focus on learning and growth. Either you win or you learn. Either you win or you learn. And if you win, great, 30-foot camera is here. If not, learn, right? What are some options, some other opportunities? Certainly another way of responding to your boss. (laughs) Be positive as you're moving through that. Be resilient. Yeah, don't let the beehive sting. D- don't, <laughs> oh, please. Be resilient. 
and, and recognize, as I said before, they're going to be setbacks. They're going to be criticisms. They're going to be things that stand in the way. And so be resilient, use your lessons learned that help propel you forward rather than being discouraged, be flexible and adaptable, willing to adapt and change your approach as you learn more, as the circumstances evolve, uh, express appreciation for the opportunities that you have to learn and grow, right? Um, gratitude, being grateful, even when things are not exactly the way you want. And then keep ultimately the the goals that you have in mind, the, the vision that you have and the why behind it, because that's going to help you stay motivated and focused on what you're doing, where you're trying to go. And I'll just leave you with this. Paying your dues is a rite of passage, right? Mm -hmm. It's a rite of passage. It's the period where you are building a foundation of skills and knowledge and relationships. And the more you can do in whatever field you're in, whatever industry, endeavor that you're a part of, adopting and adapting a problem solver's mindset, right? Just recognize that that's part of it. It's a phase and with the right mindset, you can enhance your personal and professional development. And as Greer has said, right? Don't bring me new problems, bring me solutions. And with that, we're gonna bring you a solution um, for more great content like this. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about something in particular, let us know, right? Drop us a line, send an email, a direct message. Visit us on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash life lemons, lemon drops. If you want to leave a, uh, a message for us on um, the on the on this episode, reach out at lifelemonslemondrops.com. And with that, we want to thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, review, rate the show. And until next time, next time, ooh, until next time, <laughs> right? Keep paying your dues, keep solving problems and take care. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 